Welcome to our Trails to Empowerment podcast. We hope to inspire you with stories of empowerment, personal transformation and adventures in the wilderness. Here, we overcome physical, mental and emotional challenges every day to make a difference in our own lives, the lives of others and the world. So we hope this episode will encourage you to live your life remarkably. In this episode, we will talk about Tatler. We hope you enjoy it. Hey, I'm Charlie. I'm 22 years old and today I'm reading my blog story, What Tatler Taught Me, for you. In summary... Our mentor guides come in many forms, but our horses, with their years of experience and strong personalities, are perhaps the best for us to learn from. Tatler taught me determination and mutual respect. We became a team, and the results were incredible. Tatler, a little bay horse with a white star on her forehead, a grey muzzle, and two white socks on her back feet, has a reputation for being slow. These were my first impressions of the horse, who would find her way into my heart and become one of my firm favourites. She became not only my personal challenge, but my mentor guide and my confidence builder. The first time I rode Tatler, I couldn't get her to walk fast at all. We were falling further and further behind the rest of the group who struggled uphill. I was trying everything I could think of to speed her up, but to no avail. I was frustrated, partly at Tatler for being slow, but mostly at myself for not being able to do anything. I was feeling helpless and useless, a poor rider, but I kept going, trying to speed her up. Eventually, we had to get off our horses and walk downhill. Now... Tatler walked easily at my pace, which meant I knew she could move fast, I just had to find the way to move her. Once we started riding again, she was moving quicker, but over the rest of the pack trip, it became apparent she was only fast when she was riding into camp or on a flat surface. I wanted a faster horse, or a bigger horse. I realised that I was being tested by her, and she now became my challenge. I had had some successes, but there was still a ways to go. The next time I rode her, we were first in line. Having Tatler in front slowed the pace for the rest of the group, which again made me feel like a bad rider, but I kept persevering, trying to bond with her by feeding her my apple cores, but to little avail. As Tatler is such a small horse, there aren't many people who can ride her. This meant that over a two-week period in September, I got plenty of time to work with her, and would soon learn that it wasn't just size we had in common. When I was told I would be riding her, I wanted to choose another horse, but other than riding Neen, a young, inexperienced horse, I had no other options. The bigger horses were needed for the other riders. So... I saddled Tatler and off we went, doing our best to keep up to the others. Then, I had the opportunity to run down a sandy mountain slope with Tatler. At first, she simply refused, pulling her head back on the bridle so I couldn't move her. Then, Kevin told me to move over. Tatler was standing on bigger rocks, not the sandy part. I was in the wrong place. Tatler was been trying to tell me that, but eager to get on with the adventure, I hadn't listened to her. Once I was on the sand, Tatler followed me easily down. We literally ran and I was elated. We then had to fight our way through fallen trees and branches. With both of us having short legs, this was a challenge, but with my constant, gentle encouragement, we made it through. When the ground cleared, we ran together through the forest to meet Kevin and Leia, who were far ahead of us waiting in a meadow. I had a newfound respect for Tyler, who was kept going through all that tough terrain. At Lizard Pond, we took photos, standing in front of the water. I wanted a great picture with this amazing horse, as she'd done such a good job. Over the next two weeks, I learned more about Tyler. She might be slow and steady, but I realised she was actually the safest horse I knew. Kevin once told me she would only move as fast as the rider was capable of, which made me think I must be an awful rider, but that wasn't true. She was naturally a steady horse. She liked to be sure of where she was putting her feet, and if I tried to make her go somewhere she didn't think was the right way, she would freeze and refuse to move. At first, I was annoyed by this, kicking her harder to get her to move. But really, she was asking me if I was sure about this. Did I really want to take this turn from the trail or walk her through that slippery, sticky patch of mud? I needed to listen to my horse more, trusting her to make me a safer rider, to take a safe way if she could find it. Then, she started to increase my own confidence in my riding ability. At the end of our first week together in September, 
She broke into a gallop as I rode her bareback across the meadow. She didn't think I'd fall off, and when I realised that, I stopped worrying and enjoyed the ride with her. I learned Tatler loved to run. It just sometimes took her a little while to warm up. A few days later, Tatler was being slow again. I had a long day of riding to do, and I couldn't get her to speed up. It was quicker to get off and walk her, which I did for perhaps a total of two hours over the day. Walking uphill, I learned to respect Tatler more, how hard she and all the other horses worked to get us up the mountain slopes. I could hardly breathe, and I didn't have to carry a rider on my back. Now, I was trying to encourage her with gentle words and keeping my mental state and body language calm, hoping she would respond better to that than angry shouts and kicks. I'm not sure if it worked or not, but I sure felt better for it. But I still wasn't committed to this horse. As it says in the remarkable book, we believe the best in each other, want the best for each other, and expect the best for each other. Well, I sure wasn't embodying that mindset. I wasn't expecting the best from Tatler, as I'd be riding from Big Creek to Tyke's camp, a journey I had ridden on Crazy Jack, a fast horse in two hours. I didn't hold out these hopes for Tatler and told Kevin as much. I said I needed a fast horse, as I would need to keep up with Dale and Blue in the mountains. I told him how it had been quick for me to walk her yesterday, and he laughed. A good rider can make any horse go, he said. I never claimed to be a good rider, I replied. But you want to be? Absolutely. Then Tatler's the perfect horse to practice with. I thought through the situation and decided I would be riding Tatler. I liked her well enough, I just wanted her to be a bit faster. Riding her behind Kevin and Crazy Jack, I thought we'd just be left behind. But Tatler went fast. She had to trot most of the way to keep up to Jack, but she never faltered. Sometimes she'd get behind as we waded through mud halfway up her legs, but she'd catch back up on the better ground. She barely even got behind walking uphill. We made the journey in two hours. I was so proud of my little horse and of myself. Something had finally clicked, and now I felt a bond with Tatler. I'd seen how hard she worked, how determined she was to keep going, how she was always safety conscious and that she responded to me better now. Over the next few days, I was happy to ride her. We were a team, conquering the mountains together. There's a good chance I love her more than she loves me, but I'm working on that. I know how much I loved this horse when I realised I was calling her by my nickname for her, Tatty, more than her real name. I now got defensive on her behalf. When I saw Lisa and Manor bring her back from the staking meadows with her hobbles still on, I said... You made my poor Tatler hop all the way home? The horses can move while hobbled. Well enough, but I wanted to be able to walk properly. Then, Tatler and I got another chance to run. We were riding the horses home to the ranch from the trailhead, and it would soon be dark. We had eight riders and 17 horses. I was riding Tatler and leading Billy with Fortress tail tied behind him. We trotted so we'd be riding as little as possible in the dark. Tatler took a little encouragement to get going, especially when Billy didn't want to join her in a trot. But once I got her started, she ran and ran. Although she was trotting hard, Billy behind her seemed to be barely moving, his legs flowing rather than running. Then, Billy took his opportunity to overtake Tatler, and I couldn't get her to move any faster. He pulled ahead, and I had to let go of his rope. We stopped the horses, and I took Neen from Fenya, who now led Billy in Fortress. Now, Tatler had either got, either got into the running, or was more motivated with Neen at her back, as he kept trying to bite her, and she started to gallop to catch up to the horses in front. When we got caught up, Tatler didn't want to slow down, and I had to rein her back to keep her from trotting off. As we walked through the total darkness, Tatler was easily keeping pace to Pearson, Castle, and Pika, the bigger, faster horses at the front of the herd. Running with the horses had been a crazy experience, and I had greater confidence in my own abilities, not only that I stayed on, but that Tatler had trusted me not to fall off. This horse was my firm friend now. We were both determined to work hard and keep going, even if our shorter status meant we were a little slower, and that's so much the ranch culture. Everyone grows and evolves at their own place while working together as a team to overcome challenges and face our fears. But now, we both enjoy running, and that's our common factor. Thank you guys for listening to our podcast and being part of our community. 
We hope you enjoyed this episode and we've encouraged you to strive for the best. Please share this content that brought value to your life with others so we can inspire as many people as possible. We'll keep you posted on our next episode if you signed up on our community website or follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Until then, have an amazing day.